feel so insecure when you try to be kind. Could I ask? Could I ask for more? Feel like sugar. Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother, Big VJ, checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to read an article. Uh, We are going to read an article. And the name of the article is uh, Black Femicide, a Silent Public Health crisis right because we're going to have a discussion about how original women are being killed by original men right Um, this is indeed a public health crisis that nobody is talking about right so Beloved, we're going to have a conversation about that here, right? And, um, you know, before we do so, we want to say this, right? We appreciate everybody on every platform that we are on for commenting and sharing and sending us articles, right? This is the Twitter family and the Instagram family especially, right? Just always in the DMs sending us good articles so we can have good and great content and powerful conversations. And there's a lot for us to discuss, right? To put on the table in the future, right? Um, We receive so many articles. Maybe like two or three stick out right now in my head. Our brother Kyle Jimerson he sent us something about The Rock Johnson, right? The actor, how he is uh, doing a deal with WWE. He scored a mega deal, actually, but it was about to pay. You know what I mean? How black actors and entertainers are being paid or the lack thereof. That's something that we got on the table for the future we may bring out. Our brother T. Fowler sent us something on the political end. Right, about the great state of Maine, right? Um, and that article was talking about how the migrants, this is according to Newsweek now, the migrants get up to two years free rent <laughs> for new apartments in the great state of Maine, right? Not you. You don't get anything free. You don't live rent-free in no brand new apartments nowhere on the planet except they put you in the projects. They'll let you live rent-free there. But, uh, you know, the man can't be in the home. Yet, the migrants can come over, right? Ain't paid a dime in taxes. Don't have a bloodline of nobody that fought in any of the wars. Yet, the husband and the wife and the children can live in apartments. 
in the great state of Maine for two years and don't pay any rent, right? Thanks to your tax dollars, right? So yeah, that's something that uh, <laughs> Brother T. Fowler sent us and I like. You know, that's something that is definitely on the table to have a conversation about. The article that stood out to me most, though, uh, it came out of California, right? We have a sister in California, and she was killed by the law. She was killed by the police. She was killed by those in uniform, right? Um... She called the law. You know what I mean? It's like she called the law and she was asking for help. And the help that she was asking for was it was domestic. She had a boyfriend in the home that she was trying to get out of the home. And they're just going back and forth, back and forth, right? Um... And unfortunately, we don't know how it got crossed up. But at the end of the day, the sister was killed by the police in front of her daughter. You see what I'm saying? Um, I just can't get past the fact of, first of all, the police killing the sister. But why she even had to call the police in the first place? She had to call the police in the first place because she couldn't get the boyfriend to leave the home. So she's shouting for help and this and that. And then the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department responded to the call. They arrived at Lancaster Apartment Complex. This is 44 miles outside of L.A. They got the body cams on and everything. And... um, you know, they thought the sister was holding an object. You see what I'm saying? And uh, things went the way it went, right? We just, uh, that's something we may have to just dedicate the proper time to that article. Bring it out, have a real conversation about it. Yet, though, the key factor that stands out for me is the sister was killed and she called the law. It was all domestic. So that brings us to the article that we're going to read today. Um, Before I read the article, I'm going to say this, you know. We, beloved, are one of the few podcasts that encourage original women to date outside of the race. You know, we're pro-black. We love our people. Our religion is family. We believe in the husband and wife and children. Uh, we believe that, um, you know, with the proper instruction, that marriage union can always stay together. And it is the beginning. It is a building block for a dynasty. Right. You got to keep that family unit together, though. We feel, though, beloved, that in most cases, the original man is not ready to be a family man he just want to be a pleasure man he's not signing up to be a family man 
So we are encouraging black women to date outside the race. In fact, we go so far to say that um, the black man shouldn't even be your first option. It really doesn't make sense for a black woman to have a black man their first option. We just feel this way. You know, so we suggest that our sisters date the yellow man, our yellow brothers, our Asian brothers first until we get our act together. We go, we'll talk about it. Let's read an article first. We'll talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Because that position that we have on this podcast, we get a lot of, you know, we get a lot of pushback for that. Man, how in the world, VJ, is you are, you know, man, you running around, brother, like you pro-black brother, and you conscious, brother, and you. But when I speak of these things, I'm speaking, you know, I got your daughter in mind. I got your mother in mind. I got your auntie and your little sister and your niece in mind. You know, um, if we're not given the example of family, little Junebug them don't want no family. Little Ray Ray them don't want no family. You know what I'm saying? Uh, little Tank them don't want no family. Yet, they love pleasure. The pleasure they can get from a woman. See what I'm saying? So, we got to be past the pleasure man part. We got to be on the, the family man level, not the pleasure man level. We stuck on the pleasure man level, right? So we just, we got to put the family in the front, right? Let's take a look at the article. What is black femicide? What is black femicide, right? And the article reads, black femicide is a term coined by Rosa Page. An Arkansas-based nurse and the founder of Black Femicide U.S., which is a movement to bring awareness to the disproportionate number of murders of black women and girls. According to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, that's the CDC, 1,821 black women and girls were murdered in 2020 in the United States. Black Femicide affects black Wait, 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 wait. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let's slow down a little bit, all right? Let me back up a little bit because we passed the number that this number deserves and it needs more attention. According to the CDC, this is the government, 1,821 original women and girls were murdered in 2020 one year beloved um let's stop and let's cook on that right how about we just stop and cook on that right all right um it's only 12 months in a year you dig what i'm saying so if we just did the quick math on our feet and we divide that by 12 we're going to get a number right around 150 original women a month is being killed um 
Now I seen the brother speak on this. And what he did was he took that number of 1,800 black women and he said, well, it's about, you know, 20 million black women in the country. So if you do the division on that, man, that's going to be like 0.0. He minimized it. He minimized it. Yet, when original women are being killed that that's that's home that's that's family that affects family i i show you how close it comes to home for me when it comes to my family out of all of the aunties that i have it's uh it's safe to say that i was lucky Now, I can't really say that I haven't had any aunties get involved in a domestic situation. I can't say that. Yet, I can say it wasn't to the extent in which it led to death. But, beloved, my wife is not that lucky. Um, Unfortunately, my wife lost two aunties to domestic violence. They lost their lives to their husbands. You see what I'm saying? And they kind of come like, you know, if I could paint a picture of these aunties, not that it make a difference, but that was like the squarish aunties. Like they're squares. They just go to work. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't really no real vacations. Just kind of like the work at home kind of like aunties that just you know put the old blues music on on the Saturdays and clean up the house like that old school kind of and um sometimes you know you can be with a man and married to a man and um you can get tired you know if he's cheating and running around in the street and he's clubbing and bar hopping and you get tired and you want to divorce him he'll jump up and kill you you see what I'm saying? So, um, you know, this is a this is the issue on a whole nother level. This beloved is a is an issue on a whole on a whole nother level, right? Black femicide affects black women and girls across all age groups, from children attending school to senior citizens. Firearm violence has become the homicide rates have driven, pardon me, the homicide rates even further. With three quarters of homicide victims dying of gunshot wounds, awareness of this public health crisis has remained low among feminist movements, news media, law enforcement, and community-based organizations, right? Um, We're going to go down to the second paragraph. Let me say this. Nobody's talking about it. If you're a black woman, especially, nobody cares. We talked about domestic violence maybe, what, a couple years ago? If you jump up and beat an animal, if you beat an animal, they'll lock you up 
and then they have a organization called the Humane Society that would take care and possession of this abused animal. Yet, when it comes to all women, especially black women, there's no such thing as a national hotline to assist black women that's being abused by the man in their life. Yet, black women are taxpayers and the government that they pay taxes to should at the very least have something set up for them for their protection. They're paying for it. Yet it is it is not there. Um, even on this platform, we do not agree with divorce, no shape, form, or fashion. Right? Yet, when it comes to domestic, you gotta go. You can't be with somebody that's you, y'all busting holes in the walls and y'all busting windows out and it's not safe. You can't you gotta get out of that situation. It's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you know, when you're dealing with a domestic thing, you can't really like um you know, I wouldn't encourage nobody's daughter nobody's auntie, nobody's sister, you know what I'm saying, nobody's granddaughter or stepsister or stepmother stay in a situation where it's violent. There's absolutely no way. So, you know, um, I think it's 80% of women file for divorce. You have to ask yourself why. They're just doing the filing. Because the man could, if he's the aggressor, you know, he can just, he don't have no reason to file for divorce. It's the, it's the sister that do, right? All right. In 2020, by average, 150 black women were killed every month. If we divide that 150 by four to see weekly, we get a different number, smaller number, of course. Yeah, look, check this out. Black women, though, original women, they date outside of their race less than any other woman in the country. Yet they have the highest domestic violence rate and the highest death rate. So what did that say about the brothers? I mean, the numbers is there. What does that say about the the brothers? Let's go to the next paragraph. The driving force for the black femicide rates is believed to be the intimate partner violence, the IPV. Research has shown that the IPV disproportionately affects young black girls and women across the country. About 45% of black women have experienced physical and sexual violence and stalking by an intimate partner in their lifetime. According to the 2010 to 2012 National Intimate Partner and Sexual Violence Survey, black female victims are three times more likely to be murdered by someone they know. According to the annual analysis of homicide data from the Violence 
Policy Center. All right, let's stop and cook on that a little bit because I want to jump down to the last paragraph where they got like, uh, they start talking about the solutions. Um, The Asian man is the highest earning man in America. Black women, you love money, right? You love security. You love the best, and you should. You want a six-figure man. We watching y'all on the Kendra G Show. We watching y'all on these online dating shows. And one of the first things that come out your mouth, you want a guy that makes $70,000 a year, $80,000 a year, $100,000 a year. You want a six-figure man, right? Okay, let me help you out with that, sis. Asians are the highest earners in the United States. Not the devil. The yellow brother. The yellow seed. He's making the guac. He's making the bread. He's making the cheese. He's an option. The reason why I speak this way towards our sisters because they say, you know, V, this is supposed to be a black channel and a black podcast and black, 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 but I'm going to tell you this, beloved. The ratio classification of black maybe got another 50 years and it's gone it's just a form of apartheid in America it's not even see when the so called white man when he's he finna fade out he got about another 30-40 years as soon as he fall off the country this whole race construct is going to fall off the country too it's not going to work and then people are going to go back to families which is tribes the whole race construct is not going to work because see the way that the, the devil designed the race construct William Plecker in 1924 in the Racial Integrity Act he came up with the if you one drop of black blood makes you black well what that is doing is that it is uh, it is uh, it is pushing the devil out of his own system because there's no real in reality we talk in reality there's no such thing as black blood in real life it doesn't it doesn't exist there's no such thing as uh, you're mixed or you're a mulatto right in fact, the term mulatto, uh, the etymology of that word means mule, right? If you put a horse and a donkey in a room together and they produce a child, that child is called a mule. It's half donkey, you know what I'm saying, and half horse. Yet, the mule is sterile because it's a mixed blend. It's a mixed breed, so it's sterile. And they took that term, we're talking about the devil, and they put it on people groups. Say, okay, this is a mulatto, 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 mulatto. And then we know it doesn't exist in human family. Yet, if you have color, they called you black because that added to the apartheid system to have you on the bottom, which is a caste system to keep and hold up those at the top. Right now, we know that that's not sustainable. This is why the so-called devil is by that class, that by that that structure that he made, he won't even exist 40, 50 years from now. When he goes, that construct is going to go with him. And it's not going to be no black no more. Everybody's going to go back to families. Um, there's an NFL player. He's a star. His name is Pat Mahomes. You dig what I'm saying? Um, there's an NBA basketball player. They, they're like the ball family. Lionzo Ball and them family. You know what I'm saying? They're stars, right? If you look at Pat, Pat Mahomes' daughter, you couldn't tell me that that's a... An original woman. You couldn't tell me that. 
you can just look at it and see she's being quote unquote bleached out based on the racial structure that the devil built. She's not, she there's no way she'll be considered or live her life through what they would call a black woman. It's going to be the same for like uh, the ball family. Because those young brothers are all marrying white women just like their father. So they're lightning, they're lightning, they're lightning. There's no way that they can live underneath the classification of quote unquote black through their lives. So you're going to see that children that are mixed breed like the Mahomes. That's going to be their, <laughs> that's going to be their ethnicity. They're going to be the Mahomes. You're going to be the Johnson family now. You're going to be the Davis family now. That's going to be your racial construct. You're going to be, you're going to go, everybody's going to go back to tribes. So everybody trying to hedge up their, their bets for race is not going to work. See, see, the Dominicans are lighthead. They're light years ahead of everybody else. See, everybody's playing the black game and the Dominicans don't get involved in that game. They don't know you play it. We're going to play the if this ethnicity game as far as territory and then we're going to break it down to the family unit. They're already ahead of everybody else. You playing the black game and this black this, black that, and we can do it for statistic purposes. Yet, as we go further along, it's not going to be there. So we encourage our sisters to say, listen, go for the gold. It's the Asian man making all the money. I wouldn't even encourage you to get a, a, a black man from the continent because goddamn behind sisters getting killed in America by black. South Africa is like next on the list. Black women is dying at an alarming rate in South Africa. The brothers is killing them over there too. So you can't even play the bone quisha game. Oh, you know, these sisters got so much attitude in America. What well, goddamn, well, how they getting killed in Africa? It's supposed to be the motherland. It's supposed to be the home of culture, the home of civilization. Shamika can't make it out of goddamn South Africa. So where, where is she to turn to? Black women deserve protection. Their babies, sisters, children deserve protection. Black women deserve to live in safe neighborhoods. They deserve it. Damn, we only live once. The queen deserved that. She deserved to goddamn just be a housewife. She deserved to be able to sit at home and take care of the children. And she deserved it. You know, you know what she do not deserve? She don't deserve to be leading leading in domestic violence deaths. That's what she she don't deserve that. She don't deserve that. We're going to go all the way down to the last paragraph and we're going to go to what they have as solutions, right? We're going to go down maybe like one, two, three, four, five, six. Maybe like six sentences. What is it? Seven. Seven. Pregnant black women are 11 times more likely to be victims of femicide. Stop. Pregnant black women are 11 times more likely to be victims of femicide. 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 Next sentence. Pregnant 
associated femicide refers to homicides of women during pregnancy or within one year of pregnancy. Stop. I told you not to get pregnant. Listen to the verbiage. I told you not to get pregnant. I told you not to do this. I told you not to do that. You know I got a wife at home. So the solution is death for you. If that man mind ain't sick, what is? That man mind ain't sick, what is? Let's scroll down to the solutions, beloved. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have no choice but to share you this because we're gonna, we're gonna close out reading the last paragraph where it says future prevention efforts. But I, I gotta say this, you know, we gotta be real here. Before, before this is the real Black Consciousness Forum podcast, it's the real, it's real here, right? You wanna be real? The black woman ain't safe nowhere around the black man. She ain't safe nowhere. She's not safe in the clubs. She's not safe in his entertainment. He dog you out in his music. All he doing his music is dog you out. You every bitch, you every hoe, you every thought, you ever woo woo chicken chicken woo woo chicken head boom. Number one hit, he talking about you. You ain't safe in his music. Because he's following in the Jew. He's following the hook nose. The hook nose got him. You ain't got him no more, sister. So he going to follow the money trail. And them folks are printing up money. And they going to keep paying him as long as he disrespect you. And he going to go get that check. He going to go get the check now. <laughs> Let me tell you something real. If you put the truth on a man, he'll go along with the truth. But if you try to make a nigga choose between the truth and his check, that nigga gonna take the check every time. The check is ruining you. He's gonna get the check. You're not even safe in your neighborhoods. You're not safe in your own neighborhoods. You know who really not safe? Your babies. Your babies is not safe. On paper, if we if we put it on paper, the projects should be the safest environment in the whole country. It should be the most stress-free. Nobody's paying a real rent. It's just a bunch of black women with their children. And the man, he technically, he don't really supposed to be in that environment. If we truly kept the man out of that environment, all y'all kids would be squares. They'd be mama boys. They'd be soft. It won't be no violence. It won't be shit in that neighborhood. But you know what? The nigga gonna come over there and he gonna instill and he gonna and he gonna put street rules in the projects. I want you to cook with me on this because we gonna we gonna dog walk this thing. A nigga gonna put street rules in the projects where he don't pay no rent at, no nothing, no bill. He don't even supposed to be there, and he enforce street rules in the ghettos and projects more than anywhere else. The nigga don't even supposed to be there. He don't even supposed to be there. And now he got the Marshall Bravado thing going on. And it's ruined for you. You ain't got an inner city neighborhood where it's safe at. The black man ain't give you no drug free. We have not given black women a drug free community nowhere in America. We won't even give that to you. 
We're not going to give you no gang-free community. We're not going to give you no drug-free community. We're not going to give you no violence-free community. So why the fuck is y'all still hanging around waiting on us? Dick is good, but I know you don't like dick that bad that you're going to put your life in jeopardy for a piece of meat because that's what you're doing. You ain't even getting the family out the deal. Then, when a nigga kill your sons and your daughters, the fruit of your womb, they won't even have to put them in a grave. He putting black mothers deeper in the hole by killing y'all children. Because mama got to go back into the hole as a single parent to scuffle up some money to try to put the children in the ground. Every Saturday in America, black mothers is going to funerals because somebody black then killed their children. That nigga don't care. Why you hanging out with him? He don't care. He, he, he don't care. Oh man, V, you know, just see that, see that with the problem, man, man, brother, just run down black males and they run down black males and go down to the funeral home, go down to the funeral home, go down to the projects, go to your neighborhood. You know, black women is the most fightingest women on the, you ever seen sisters, black women, the most fightingest women on the planet. They fight, fight, fight each other. But you know, they, they don't run in the house and get that gun to come back out. They don't do that. But them coward ass niggas, what do they do? They can't fight worth for shit. They gonna shoot up at the skating ring. They gonna shoot up at the movies. They gonna shoot on the 4th of July. They gonna shoot in New Year's, America's New Year. Gunplay, gunplay, gunplay. The black man won't even give you a safe neighborhood to live in. Your own man won't even give you a safe place to live in. And you know what? He ain't going to make no jobs for your ass neither. The black man don't have no mission of building no black woman, no schools for her babies, no hospitals for her to go into. He just won't drop dick. Can we be real? He just want to drop dick, which raises the level of emotionalism and this is why he's so obsessed with that pussy. He's killing you for it now. This is why you leading it. You got the desire to have a man. And he want to own you. Without protecting you. There's no security. In dating a black man in America. And obviously there's no security in dating a black man. From South Africa either. So what is you left to do? You think I want to push interracial marriage on our sister? You think I want to do that shit? I don't want to do it. And if he ain't physically whooping your ass, you're going to have to wait his sex drive out because the nigga going to be a player till you're 35. So if you marry him at 20, he going to keep fucking, keep fucking other hoes, keep fucking other hoes until he he 35. He going to get burnt out. And after he gave you an STD, one or two STDs, he'd be ready to settle down with you by the time you get to your 15-year marriage. So you didn't got HPV. You didn't got chlamydia a couple of times. Right? Your womb ain't together. You didn't fought two or three bitches in the street behind them. 
right? You didn't bail the nigga out of jail every now and then. You didn't try to take your income tax dollars and support his rap dreams and all this old kind of shit. And we saying to you early, just go get your yellow brother and don't even worry about it. Let's read this last paragraph and close out. I don't want to be real. I don't know what else to tell you, sis. <laughs> shit, I don't know what else to tell you. I ain't going to tell you anything different. I wouldn't tell my own niece, my own daughter, my own little cousin, my own great niece, my own granddaughter, my own sister, my own aunt. If I got to sit mama down and tell this to mama, I got to tell this to mama. You dealing with an original man? Let me tell you what you feel. I'm going to sit down and tell you play by play what you finna deal with. Because he go to he go to real sad truth. We gonna keep telling you to get you a man with some money. The more money a nigga get, the worse he is. The more money this nigga get, the worse he gonna be now. I don't even think, and I, I, I I'm listen. We just gonna be real. This coming from a man. Black women talk so much about getting a six figure nigga. You better get a six-figure yellow nigga. Because a six-figure nigga? I don't even think it's possible for him to be faithful. Not with no six figures. Broke niggas throwing dick. What you think the, what you think the ones gonna do with money? So they almost have to prep black women and say, well, if you looking for a faithful black man, it ain't gonna be there if he make over $80,000. It ain't gonna be there. What is that to say? The only thing they can really tell you, sis, is shit, you gonna have to go... Babe, you got to go out and race and get what you got to get. We at the last paragraph. You know what I'm saying? We just we just talking, right? Media, media outlets must highlight stories of missing black girls. This is the prevention efforts now. The media got to do its job. I mean, you got to do your job. Major media ain't going to do it. Fox ain't going to do it. ABC, NBC, BSNBC. I mean, pardon me. <laughs> I don't want to say BSNBC. MSNBC ain't going to do it, right? Crackers ain't going to do it. It's on you to take your social media page, highlight some stories about the struggle in y'all sisterhood. It got to be done. Black femicide and violence got to be shared on your platforms. The missing girls got to be shared. Crackers ain't going to put it on there, sis. You got to put it on yours. You got to use your social media to spread the word. Community-based organizations that focus on community violence also need to include voices of black girls and women to better understand the unique circumstances they're facing regarding intimate partner violence. Particularly if they are to offer resources to those victims. Hospitals and medical centers need to have more knowledge on the different barriers that prevent black young girls and women from reporting intimate partner, intimate partner violence pardon me, when seeking care and have an understanding of how to screen black female patients for IPV with cultural sensitivity. All right, we're going to close out. We're going to stop. We're going to say this. We're going to say this. We're going to say this. 
2020, going back to that number of 1821. Peace be upon those that died at the hands of niggas, right? Peace be upon them. Beloved, don't you know that's just the ones that died? That ain't the ones that got their ass whooped. That's the ones that went to the grave. That's not the ones that got their ass whooped. You see what I'm saying? All right. Here's my position. Now I'm finna say something I know you ain't gonna like. I know you ain't gonna like this. All black men do not have the same personalities. We don't. We know, sister, you was raised most likely in a Christian church. And in a Christian church, they say he who finds a wife finds a good thing. The man though that is credited for making that statement is a man named Solomon and Solomon had 700 wives sis so yeah he's going to make that statement for you though because all black men don't we don't have the same personality the man that may be for you Lakeisha and Laquanda and Shamika you may have to approach him you may have to approach him the bashful brother you may have to approach him because see what's happening is this see it's only a few of us out of 20 you get 20 black men in a room together maybe five or six of us got the personality to we kind of like outgoing and we have no problem approaching females out of the out of the 20 maybe by seven of us that can do that the other 13 can't do that they're bashful they're timid, but they're good, solid working men. They're honest, they're square dealing. But what happens is it's the seven of us that are outgoing that have no problem approaching you, talking to you. Hey, how you, how you doing? What's your name? I don't give a damn if you at Walmart, you at the job. We can stop you and talk to you anywhere. We're the it's only the seven out of the 20 that that's keep throwing that dick on y'all. So y'all not dealing with the whole 20. Y'all dealing with seven out of the 20 because we got the personality to approach y'all. You see what I'm saying? That good brother that you need, he's bashful. He's not going to approach you. You have to approach him. You have to approach him. That's See, that's the thing that the white woman got y'all beat on. White women come to us. Don't you know we at the gym working out, getting another set in, and goddamn Snow Bunny Becky come right up to us and say, hey, I, she come right up to you. And compliment you, say you look nice, and you know, uh, listen, I'm gonna tell you a story. I'm in the day, hey, look, I'm working out. And you know what the, the white girls call me at the gym? They said they go that silver fox. <laughs> look at the go fox. Listen to me. <laughs> the she devils call your brother and your uncle the silver fox. Cause you know, man, I got the salt and pepper and I got the, the gray beard and everything. That's what they call me at the gym. They, they bold. They come right up to you like that. That's something that y'all got to learn. You know, our sisters, they have like a queen kind of, they got this queen kind of concept and the princess concept where they just kind of sit on the horse and they wait for the knight to get on his horse and come to them. But you will learn that that's a personality. That's a personality trait when somebody can do that. Every black man can't do that. 
the one that's probably more tailored for you, he can't do that. So y'all, y'all keep picking out of the same seven, and the same seven keep jumping. We keep, we got all y'all. We should, we hitting all y'all. Skinny ones, the medium range, the fat ones, the ones with money, the ones that's broke. You know what I'm saying? The strippers, the dishwashers, uh, the, the post office workers, the ones that work at the school board, the bus drivers. We hitting all y'all. But the one that's really for y'all, y'all can't get to him because he's bashful. That's one. I know y'all not going to like that, but you got to get out of your box and go to him. This is what you're also not going to like. We are at a position where I feel as though that grown men and women, black women, we're going into the new year March. Black women have to go back to double dating. Stop trying to be sneaky. Run behind a man. So you can goddamn freak and freak and keep your business all out. And no, 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 baby, you got to go back to double date. Mama and them and grandmama and them went on double dates. They didn't go with no man, no goddamn way by themselves. Some things you cannot see because you're so blinded by the goddamn Cadillac and the gold chains and the loud ass music and the bankroll. Some things you could miss that your sister on that double date. Your homegirl on that double date, your cousin on that double date can pick up on that you missed it and vice versa. But if you keep going on these dates by yourself, you blinded by the hype. You're blinded by the hype. We're going to leave it there. I just had those two points for you, Queen. We're going to leave it there. We want you to be safe. We want you to be safe. You don't got to go down the yellow brick road with us all the goddamn time. All this damn education that you got. All the education that you got. You don't got to wait on us. Sister, you ain't got, you ain't, you don't have to wait on us. You know what I'm saying? But it's our job out of love to say, look. The best option for dating and marriage in the hills of North America and the territory that we call the United States is the yellow seed, which is our yellow brother, the Asian man. He making all the money. You like to get all that goddamn designs and shit on your nails and on your feet. There you go. There go your hookup right there. You like to goddamn get all this weave and shit in your hair. Well, there you go. We trying to put you with the plug. How about that? And you get to the top before us, but we're... Don't worry about us. We eventually... We'll, we'll get there soon enough. But if we can't make it there, real men will be happy to see you there. If we can't be there with you, as long as you're there... It's all good. All right. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. This is indeed Real Black Content Phone Podcast. This is Brother V, man. We're going to get it with you guys later. Peace, peace, and beloved, more peace.
stranger to me Still you give me it to one side Still you're sweeter to me When will I Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor, Spotify and Facebook. Also, don't forget to like, share and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So yes, beloved, your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.